Public Radio's LossyTAVShow.com's game. You're listening to The Starting Block. Hey, welcome to The Starting Block for another week. You've got myself, Greeno, and I'm joined by a man who set up a petition to try and get Martin Bryan put on the Australia Day honours list, my co-captain, Damo. How are we, sir? <laughs> Very good, Greeno. Good evening to you. Good evening to all the boys. You've really thrown me in the fucking shit now. <laughs> That was just between you and me. It was an anonymous petition, Greeno. You weren't supposed to announce it to everybody. Oh, my bad. Yeah. My bad. I'd like to I'd like to see him like in you know involved in the parade as well. That was another recommendation I made. Maybe like riding the barrel of a gun, like sure. Yeah. In you know, if mm. I could turn back time. Like when she's sitting on the big Daring. when she's sitting on the big banger on the battleship, Greeno. Maybe, yeah, maybe no, I like it. I Martin, like it. Martin going down, throwing out lollies to the kids. I mean, yeah. you've got to have healing, Greeno, don't you? There's That's it, be- man. You got to, you got to be a bit more tolerant. People are intolerant these days. I, uh, it's unfair. I know it's not right. <laughs> but maybe anyway. you just wasn't having. A, maybe you wasn't just having a flash day, Damo. Yeah, I know. We can't. Not every day can be a winner, Greeno. But it's the effort that counts. Mm. Uh, Martin exactly. Bryan um, understands. <laughs> Uh, I don't mean to interrupt the show early. Yeah, um, please I just, please uh, do because otherwise we won't be on. A, we won't be a show very long. Unless that's you stop it. We'll be next tag. That's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Damo, I've come across. I come across what may be the the greatest headline or, or a summation of an article hmm. during the intro. Okay. I got distracted and I saw this. Right, uh, uh, hear me out. Okay. A man has denied defecating on his sleeping girlfriend after it was put to him in court that this led to a fight with his brother shortly before his brother was stabbed through the heart. Wow. There's a bit to dissect there. Uh, Where do do you want to start? uh, (laughs) Let's let's work from the end. So brother stabbed in heart. And they're like, fuck it, man, this this has got to fall on. Mm. We better work backwards. Let's see see how we we ended up in this scenario. You bring in like and you bring they, in like the top fucking detective in the area, and he strolls mm. around the place like with a long overcoat on, and he just yeah. like he doesn't say anything to anyone. He smokes cigarettes even though he's in the room with all the evidence, and people are like, "Dude, you can't do that in here. There's all the evidence and stuff." And he's like, "Fucking out of my way, kid!" And he just kind of stomps That's the cigarette cool. out on the ground, you know, like real cool customer. Columbo style, exactly, yeah, very much. So he's thinking like, "All right, so the knife ended up in this guy's heart." How did we get here? That's a big part of like understanding here? the evidence. That's what puts a lot of evidence in place, Greeno, for these guys. Mm. Understanding it's like the a motive. Quentin Tarantino film mm. where you, you kind of you start at the end and you work your way through it. Correct. Um, and I, I, I'm trying to work out where the defecating on the sleeping girlfriend yeah. fell in order of kind of uh, investigation. I, I Do you reckon that was first cab off the rank? No, I think I think it, I reckon it was definitely last because I think it took a long time to get there. Because like, all right, so we got the guy stabbed in the heart. Okay, so they were fighting mm-hmm. here, but the fight started yeah. in this room, and then in this room there was a third person, i.e., the girlfriend. What were they doing at the time? Okay, they were messing about. Um, what caused like the rift? The guy came in during the defecation, and you're like, and then you'd be like, hang on, what De- defecation? And it'd be like, yeah, yeah, I was taking a shit on her. And then, yeah. and then the and then the other guy came in, and that's how you know these dominoes fell to lead to the guy getting stabbed in the heart, Greener. Stabbed in the heart. But the thing is, it wasn't the guy's girlfriend that got stabbed. It okay. was the guy that did the stabbing's girlfriend. So it's kind of like he, <laughs> wait, the, wait, hey, the no, victim. No, the victim to... tried to interject and go, "Hey, man, like, are you sure about this?" And he's like, "Fuck you, man. When you need to go, okay, you need so, to go." Okay, and then he's so, going, on, stabby, so, stabby. okay, so who? So the guy who was shitting was the one doing the stabbing. 
Yes, correct. Right. And who did so he stab? The shitter was shitting. He stabbed his brother. His own but the brother. The person he was shitting on. You're right. His own brother, but he was shitting on his own girlfriend. Right. So it wasn't his brother's girlfriend or anything like that. No, that's what I mean. That would be wow. a bit more of an understanding. He's shitting on his brother's girlfriend. Yeah. The brother comes in and goes, hey, man, what the fuck are you doing? Because that's stabby, motive. Stabby. That's motive then, right? Yeah. He's like, oh, mate, that's only I'm allowed to shit on my girlfriend. You're not allowed yeah. to shit on my girlfriend. Baby, why didn't you tell me this? Because up until this time, we've only been doing pee play. She never told yeah. me that she was interested in scat, <laughs> you know. Maybe, and that, and that would make it, that would get a guy really stabby. Because if you were into scat and your girl wasn't into, into scat, but you came home and find it, found another man shitting on her face, you know, you'd be like, Ooh. hey, oh man, this is fucking bull. Why didn't you tell me? We could have been doing this the whole time. Mm. Fuck this shit. You could have just come to me. I've been into scat forever. You know, so how, like, how many people do you reckon end up uh, stabbed because of uh, a lack of open communication in relation to scat? Yeah, well, like specifically scat. It would specific, be it has to be specifically. I reckon there's probably about twenty eight percent of all stabbing victims. Wow, that's a high number. Of lack, of lack of communication in relation to scat play. You're really like going like big. You're really going like the upper end of the prices right spectrum on that one. I think like it's so. Twenty eight percent of people are stabbed in domestic disputes. Because of like specifically um, human feces related to sexual arousal incidents. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, someone's got stats to disprove me. Go for it. Hit the stat man button for me, please, sir. Oh, yeah. <laughs> stat man button. Definitely hot toss, I'm a stat man. Very good. Uh, Damo, before we start the show, uh, can you please see the story behind Nice, Gary! Before we start the show, I'm just looking at the timer now. All right, we're, we're nearly 12 minutes in. So before yeah, we before we, we get going. Yet. Yeah, we haven't started yeah. yet. So, so, but we're not starting now either. Like this is because you're like before the start of the show, before we kick it off. So this is more pre-show that we're about to be doing now, right? I think I've lost him for a second. You still got me there? Yeah, yeah. Just, just got you back. So Discord just did that thing where it like really speeds up. So you, it's silent, 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 and then it plays all of your audio in one second as opposed to the natural time. So we got... Ooh, that's not good because I already speak like a crackhead to begin with. So, uh, so you're going to have to... Probably not a good idea. No, definitely not. You're going to have to go back for the for the sake of the audience and repeat what you just said. Oh, what I'm saying is uh, ultimately until we hit the, the first item on our rundown, which sometimes can take 45 minutes, yeah. the show technically doesn't start. Uh, okay, so that's the official start when we get to the first that's item. That's the official start when we actually get to what we've written before oh, the show. Oh, that's good. Nice, I, Gary. It's, I'm, glad, I'm glad I'm not confused about that now. So this is still pre-show. So that's good. We're still mm -hmm. in the pre-show. All right, excellent. Okay. Still in pre-show. All right, so let it rip. Pre-show, what have you got? Uh, you got story time? Yeah, oh, you want story time pre-show. I, I like stories story about pinatas. All right. So we talked about last week, Damo, that uh, Beach Bod's got to get back intact. Mm -hmm. uh, set myself a goal. Got to drop 10 kilos in three weeks yep. but just to kind of get, get back in shape. And it's a little bit harder, I've come to realise, the older you get to shred those kilos, no yeah. matter how hard you do. Mm. Now, the the issue leading up to this week was obviously the uh, if we reflect back to last week, it was no beer, no bread, no snacks. That now, was the key. Yes, that was the key. That's critical. But were you mm. also were you back onto the uh, box wine and any uh, the the bin wine, Greener? Ooh, now you open up a very interesting point oh, there, Damo. Nice, I, Gary. I, 
I almost hit the bin wine last week. Then, thankfully, I realized I had all the ingredients of mojitos instead. Oh, so so I managed jail. to I managed to salve, salvage myself from bin wine. Uh, how <laughs> many, was tempting, how many mojitos? There. How many mojitos did you manage to make? Like, did you just scrape through? Did you have like two or three? I, and it was like, okay, I'll buzz. I had six on a Sunday night, which uh, let me rough on Monday. Left me a bit rough for Monday morning, yeah. but it had to be done. It was, a, it was a beautiful day. It was a mojito day. Okay. So um, basically the, the the beer ban has been the difficult bit, right? Hmm. Because this week I had, to, had to mow the lawns. got some people coming over tomorrow. The lawns have got to look good. And the rule is if you mow the lawn, you've got to have a beer afterwards. Yes. So I had, I automatically had to break the rule Ooh. to have a beer afterwards. So I'm like, one beer is not going to hurt. See for, see for but, me, see for me, that would be a good reason to just not mow the lawn. Nice, Gary. Yeah. I, would, I would just well, well, I had. I, can you hurry up and mow the lawn, honey? No, no, I don't. I can't. I don't have any beers. Why don't you go to shop and get no the beers. beer? Well, that'll be more effort than mowing the fucking lawn, wouldn't it? No, well, so here's I, the thing. I, I, had the beer, I had the beers in the fridge, Damo. Ah, it's just I couldn't drink them. You couldn't drink so them. So they were there ready the beach to go. Pod. But don't you think? What about if you? How about this, Greeno? What if you have like a beer holder on the lawnmower? So then you can cancel out any of the extra carbs and any of the extra fat because you're mowing the lawn while you're drinking the beer. Would that be acceptable? Not acceptable, no. But I finished the lawn and I'm like, well, the rule is I've got to have a beer. And you know me, Damo, I don't do things in half measures. So one beer led to nine beers. Yes, no shandies. No half beer, half lemonade. Yeah. That's it. You can't just have one. You got to have another, you know, nine or nine or ten. ten. So I've had that off. So I already break. I'm like, but then back back on the the diet the next day because I'm like, well, no more mowing. Yep. But then today was my last day of work, and I'm on annual leave for two and a half weeks. Ah. And surely you can't do a diet when you're fucking on holidays, right? No, definitely not. Definitely not. Excellent. That's, so what's, now the point, what's the point of going on holidays if you're going to have a fucking diet? Fuck that. Now I don't feel so guilty. I've had four beers before the show. Excellent. So oh, that's the story. That's well done. That's the next I like story. stories about pinatas. Uh, do you plan on watching any cricket during your little holiday there, Greeno? There's no cricket on anymore, mate. The, the no tests cricket. are over. It's all over. So you're not going to watch yeah. any of the other kind of cricket, though? Uh, the fake cricket, Big yeah. Bash. Yeah. The, the hit and giggle, the embarrassment, yeah. the power plays, the X factor, mm-hmm. the complete uh, fl- – you might as well just flip a coin at the start of the, yeah. the match and go, yeah. yep, there's your winner. Oh, cares, although really? isn't it the team that normally bats first, like wins like 70% of the time or something as well? Something like that, yeah. yeah. It's easier to defend a total than chase it down. Yeah. Well, um, what about would you watch Would you watch the cricket on Australia Day, Greeno? Mm. If it was on, uh-huh. I may. Is the cricket on on Australia Day or would that be considered it is, like yeah. – it is, is it? I'm just wondering. It's on, but it's no longer called the Australia Day Games. Ah, oh, because I was wondering if cricket on Australia Day might be a little bit colonial. I thought, you know, maybe perhaps a little bit, mm. a little bit risky, Greeno. We don't want to. Yeah, it's no, it's no good. They, they, they're playing. So, so uh, the backstory to this one is uh, mm. Cricket Australia has said, look, we're not going to refer to the games being played on Australia Day <laughs> to not offend our Indigenous culture. Yeah. And look, uh, I'm going to put it out here on Front Street, Damo. <laughs> I knew once front front street. (laughs) I knew once we officially announced (laughs) that Unity Day 2021 was cancelled. This kind of shit was going to fucking happen. People would try to fuck up the unity Mm. by putting yeah things that are dividing the nation uh, out there, and it's just no good. And and we knew it was going to happen. We knew it was a risk we had to take, but unfortunately, we had to cancel Unity Day. So I just Um, I just want to be clear here. Like I have to ask for clarity. Um, so there is cricket happening on the day, but like 
But it's not called Australia Day matches anymore. <laughs> but we're, we're, we're changing, like, somehow uh, arbitrarily, ambiguously changing the official title of the game on the day. Mm. But Spot we're not. On. But they're, they're still playing the game, though, right? That, yeah, that's, the game the is still, still happening. They're just <laughs> no longer the Australia Day. They're doing it all under cloak and dagger. They're doing it yeah. under a blanket with the lights off yeah. just to I, I potentially love, not offend anyone. I love that somebody in Cricket Australia who's probably on – you know, I'm going to say six figures with a two as the first number at least, right? Mm. Somebody with a lot of money, like who's very high up in that in their position, made this call. And it's like, well, we're you know we're going to do our we're going to support <laughs> because they don't. They, this is the problem, right? Footy is fucking very yobbo as well as mm. very woke at the same time. So like they footy, no yeah. man, footy's not cricket. Woke at oh, all. Pardon me, cricket. Cricket is oh, cricket, cricket, yeah. cricket. Well, all the sport, all sports. They're, in Australia, anyway, they're, they're they're trying to balance between like, okay, so our core group, right? Like, take rugby league for example. Our core group is like fucking yobbo, um, you know, blue collar workers. That's that's our fucking crowd, right? Yeah. And every time they try to reach out to do something, that's like, you know, well, let's do the political thing because there's activists out there, greener, who are upset with us, and we don't want mm. anybody to be upset with us. So let's offend people. That's right. Let's do a little bit of pandering. And hopefully they'll let us like do our thing and not bother us too much. Like that's, you know, yeah. kind of the attitude. Every time there's always this balancing act that goes on. It's like, well, because now, you know, if, you, if, if you're changing, if you're so ashamed of Australia Day, why are you playing a game on Australia Day? Oh, because you love the money that comes from people being at home and people going to the game on Australia Day. On Australia Day, yeah. <laughs> because, <laughs> because they love going to the cricket and watching the cricket on Australia Day, but you are so ashamed of yourself and the you know the historical racism, Greedo, that we mm. can't call it the Australia Day game anymore. It's fucking, it's but, just uh, ridiculous. I'm so I, done. Also, I'm, I'm fucking so checked out, man. Like, I, I don't I've even get shocked no anymore. One- yeah. No, no one that seems to have an issue with Australia Day being called Australia Day is is everyone's still happy to take that public holiday though, Damon. Yeah, they are. Yep. Shouldn't shouldn't that be a prerequisite to get the public holiday going? Well, look, it's fine. We won't call it Australia Day, yeah. but you better you better rock up to work that day. Yeah, like, maybe we should take a leaf out of like the Orthodox Jew book and like you know on on Shava Screener, you're not allowed to do any work, so you can't even mm. like they can't even press the buttons on um the things to when you cross you know the lights when you cross the street. Yeah, they're like that's that's work. They're not allowed to press buttons in elevators. So like in New York, where there's heaps of Orthodox Jews, like they built, um, you know, these lights that you don't you can, you can press with your foot, uh, elevators that you can operate with your foot and stuff because otherwise they couldn't move around on the holy day, right? So maybe we do something like that here. Maybe we institute some kind of thing like that for this situation. Are you gonna play cricket though? <laughs> well, you know, um, well, I I guess you know we could play like maybe card cricket. We get the two oh, teams. <laughs> now, no, do you high remember? cricket or uh, test match? Test match. Yeah. There we go. Now we're so talking. we'll get we'll get the two uh, te- we'll get the two teams to play. If you if you're an American, you don't know what test match is. Test match is basically like a game of cricket on a on a tabletop game kind of situation, and like you you have little fielders and you place them around the field, and there's a little bowler. So you put the you put a little ball bearing in his hand. And there's a mechanism Ooh. to flick the ball bearing, and then the other guy gets to operate the batsman. You know, so the greatest board game in history. It is, yeah. Oh, I don't, I, I don't know. I always preferred card cricket. Card cricket was card cricket was pretty good. Card cricket was more fun because, like, I don't know. I could play card cricket on my own if I wanted to. You know, you just set up two teams and mm. just deal the cards out. It's very hard to play test match on your own. 
So when you yeah, flick true, the, true, true. you've got to race down the other end and operate the batsman. Right, I need to address a couple of comments in the chat. Blue Healer has gone question crazy, um, which is nice to see. Firstly, he's asked if Australia Day is a rural thing. Yes, it definitely is. Yeah. It's effectively the uh, American equivalent of Independence Day, I guess, there or thereabouts, um, uh... a public holiday for the fucking sake of it. Um, this is a sports show. Yeah, mate, I guess we talk about a bit of sport <laughs> occasionally. 3% sport is our general rule. Yeah, and we don't like going over it. I don't know if it's like Independence Day because I think it's probably more like whatever day, you know, is credited as when Christopher Columbus landed, right? In the uh, is there a day for that in America? I don't know, but I know that uh, Independence Day is specifically the war. So maybe our Federation Day might be more akin to that, like the day that you become your own independent nation when you sever yeah, like, the not, last of the government. No, we are. We definitely are. Like all, it's mm. it's only ceremonial is like the link now to Britain. They're, they're like hundred oh, percent. So you know, but that's what I mean. So federation for us was what nineteen oh one, right? Was it nineteen oh one? January first, nineteen. Ah, Discord's just doing its thing. It's okay. We'll wait for Greeno. Dun 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 dun. Columbus Day. We got you back. We got you back. Yeah, excellent. I was saying uh, Tracy's pointed out in the chat, Columbus Day. Columbus the, Day. The there you day. go. Yeah. There you go. So I got something. Nice, Gary. All right. <laughs> that was worth interrupting the show for five minutes. <laughs> ah, very much so. Yeah. Um, The whole point of this story, once again, we haven't even started the show. We haven't even started. We're going to uh, start the show after the first ad break. Probably. Because uh, our PM, our illustrious PM mm. is like, look. Scotty. He's, fucking, he, he's had enough about the, the cricket not being called Australia Day games. Scomo. And he's like, look, I, I get it, right. but, you know, yeah. the people on the boats yeah. wasn't a flash day for them either. <laughs> so the people that committed the genocide yeah. they had a fucking rough time, Damo. They did. Why aren't we thinking about them? Yeah. This, ScoMo's fucking next level, man. <laughs> I love he's thinking about he's, he's thinking about true unity. Yeah. He, he's not just thinking about the Indigenous people that were, that were pillaged. Yeah. He's thinking about the people that had to do the pillaging. Exactly. Did anyone decide to, <laughs> to sit down with them? Understood their side of things, Damo. <laughs> Jesus, Greeno. Let's take a minute and respect what these people had to go through. The PTSD, Damo. I'm like, man, I fucking, I just slayed 150 of these people. Terranolius, baby. Terranolius. <laughs> Do you like your novelty comedy songs organic, handmade with painstaking care, put into every note? Well, look no further than Irrational Times. Using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later, Irrational Times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level. New songs and sketches every week so check it out. There's a place that we can go to watch old things. All the warm, fuzzy member berries it brings. It's a special little spot tucked away on D-Live. Enjoy the joy of Pessie. Can't be old movies and old cartoons. 
We hope to see you over there very soon. It's our special little spot, tucked away on D-Live. Enjoy the joy of Pessy. When we were kids and there wasn't any school, we'd sit and watch all the best cartoons. Eating cereal until it was noon. We never thought that 30 years later it'd still be cool. Saturday night and cheesy movies. The ones that used to show us boobies. It's our special little spot tucked away on D-Live. Enjoy the joy of Pessy. Enjoy the joy of Pessy. Enjoy the joy of Pessy. Less than 3% sport content. It's the starting block on TAVshow.com. Yes, welcome back to the block, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you for sharing the show out. Of course, if you want to get in touch with us, the, the preferred method would be via the little blue bird. Follow Greeno at the starting block, one word, drop the K at the end. Follow me at Boogie Bumper Greeno. Um, a lot of our show, unfortunately, it hasn't been our choice, but. You know, as you know, this is a show of the people. We consider this like a basically a public service that we're doing here. Uh, we want it, you know, we want everybody to be safe. We want everybody everybody to be protected, right? You know, mm-hmm. it's part of our mission statement. And yeah. so, unfortunately, we've had to spend a lot of time on COVID because of this. True. And you know, it's not something. It's not you know, we don't we don't want to talk about COVID all the time, but it's dominating people's lives. But Every now and then, a special story comes out of heartache. You know what I mean? Um, That's it. The the uh, pot of gold at the end of a rainbow, Damo. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like I mean, if you just follow the rules, you'll be rewarded at the end. You know. Mm. I think that's the general message. Just two more weeks, Greeno. I don't know. Did you hear about that? Two more weeks. Two weeks. Wear a mask, Damo. We'll, we'll get through this. Two all good. Weeks. All in just, this together. Just Dama. two weeks left to go, guys. Stick around. Just two more weeks. Just two we'll more be weeks. all good. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I when there's a positive story that comes out about COVID, I jump all over it because I think, you know, it's important to inject this positive energy back into the universe when we get the opportunity, Greener. Mm. And for some reason, I need to – having my articles thing isn't coming up, so let me just uh, just provide a little bit of filler here just for a moment. And we'll you need some Jeopardy music, if you will. There you go. Uh, the St. Kilda schoolgirl Greeno is set to be reunited with her strip club owner husband after 14 months apart as he shares gushing posts to his queenie Greeno. Nice, Gary! Isn't that wonderful? It is wonderful. Uh, for, for those uh, our American listeners, which is pretty much all our listeners, bar B and Troy, mm-hmm. uh, is uh, the St. Kilda, Kilda schoolgirl is a girl who was a synonymous about, what, eight years back? Yep. Uh, ten. Ten, maybe. Ten, maybe, there or thereabouts. Yeah, I think ten. Where, where uh, people in the uh, local AFL team were, were found, was it sexting Damo or sending dick pics? I can't remember which one it was. 
no, no, no. I, they, they were allegations, mate. Well, first of all, like, they weren't just, like, a local football team. At the time, St. Kilda had played in, like, what, two grand finals in a row? Two grand finals. Lost them, but they still played. Them. Well, they, so they, played, they played three in two years because they lost the first yeah. one to Geelong and then they lost to uh, – they drew with Collingwood and then they had to come back and then they lost the replay. Lost the replay. So, but, so this was one of the biggest, most successful clubs at the time. And you're talking about guys like Nick Rewalt, who was an absolute fucking superstar of the game. Uh, yeah. You know, like a lot of big names. So it wasn't just like some shitty local team. Like, And this thing, like this, do you remember like the chaos that this caused at oh, the time? It was nuts. Re- I, I still insane. know Ricky Nixon for no other reason yeah. than this fucking thing. Yeah, Ricky. so Ricky Nixon, again, if you're an American, you don't know this, but the backstory. Ricky Nixon at the time was a player agent, like, like a Jerry Maguire type. But mm. he like, you know, known for his like big drinking and a bit of a party boy and stuff. And so it turned bit like, of sniffy sniffy as well. Exactly. So this chick was like, I think she was 16 or 17 at the time. Yeah. And she said, like, you know, she was what uh, they refer to as jailbait, Damo. Jailbait, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, she was in an apartment, and I think St. Kilda was paying for her apartment as well. I think like, it was off the books, but yeah, there, there was some to shut some her up. Cash. Yeah. Yeah, basically to put her up where you know, the boys could come over. And at the same time, full keep her on, quiet, yeah, yeah. So then, like, she started leaking pictures that she took with her phone of like the naked footballers. She just started putting mm. them out and said, "Well, how if I'm lying? How can I have all of these, right?" And then the same thing happened with the player agent, and he was like, he was banned from being a player agent for two years after it was full on greener. It was yeah. a massive fucking story, but like, I mean, sometimes life gives you lemons. You make lemonade. You could, the best things could come out of it because. A few years later, when she was working as, at a, as a stripper at a strip club, Greeno, uh, she ran into her now husband, who was the strip club owner at the time. Mm. So it's a wonderful story, I think. Don't you think? It's a, it's a true love story, Damo. And, you know, they've been kept apart by COVID. Yep. And it was just beautiful to see that they were able to get reunited after months and months apart due to COVID restrictions. Right. To get down to the the creepy strip club owner, dirty business, Damo. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's a nice Gary because nice we love Gary. we love a good love story here on this show, Greeno. All about the positive, Damo. That's it. Um, speaking of the positive, Damo, hmm. you know, I know uh, you got we, we've had our accentuate the positive and. <laughs> We've um, we've had a bit of a rough time down here in Australia, not compared to a lot of other countries. But you know, when it comes down to, to lockdowns and whatnot, you had Victoria lockdown for the yeah. better part of what three months, four yeah. months, if not more. And that was a tough um, one. That they was they were severe lockdowns down there. Like that was proper lockdowns, level yeah. four lockdowns. Fuck New yeah. South Wales were probably in level three lockdowns for about four or five months, yeah. and then the Christmas period, certain things were restricted. Like we were we um, were kind of teasing lockdowns, whereas Melbourne was like you know grabbing you by the back of the neck and I'm going to fuck the shit out of you. You know, like they, yeah. they really gave it to them uh, hard and raw down there. We were kind of like, yeah, we were, were just teasing. It's like, oh, it's just a bit of flirting. It doesn't even mean anything, you know? Yeah. A <laughs> couple of weeks, just stay at home. You'd be just sweet. Stay and, at home. Uh, Two more weeks. Melbourne was, yeah. yeah. Lockdown, gag in the mouth. Um, <laughs> but it's good to know that, you know, despite the fact we've had, like, I talked I talk about this show fucking like nine months ago mm. where I said, we live on an island. 
just stop fucking letting people in, just, right? Just, like, just, how hard exactly, is it? Exactly. Just like, you want to get rid of the COVID in Australia? Right. Stop fucking letting people in. And we'll, it's like, we'll fucking we'll lock down for 14 days. Yeah. We'll get rid of it. We'll wear a mask. We're all good. And then stop letting people in. Exactly. COVID and gone. And if people, if you, and honestly, if you can swim here from fucking Indonesia, then you deserve to be let in. Best like, of luck. You know, because, <laughs> because the time it takes you to get there from Indonesia, you've already done your quarantine. You're good to go. Exactly. So swim, you swim. <laughs> Two swim weeks quarantined in the ocean. <laughs> in the ocean, Susie Maroney style. Um, oh, but what, what, what I've liked is there's no special treatment day, mate. No. You come into Australia, you fucking get locked down. 14 days, you, you're in a hotel, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. Except mm. if you're a Hollywood actor, Damon. Yeah. It was announced this week that uh, Matt Damon has arrived quietly in Australia, received an exemption from mm. New South Wales hotel quarantine to isolate privately. Do you, yeah. Do you know what comes to mind for me, Greeno, is we're all in this together. Yeah, we're all in this together. All or this- as we refer to it in this headline, yeah. the born exemption. <laughs> the born exemption. Uh, Matt Damon in private New South Wales quarantine before filming Thor, Love and Thunder. Hollywood heavyweight. He's a heavyweight, Greeno. He has been around a while. We'll, 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 that's fair call. Well, I mean, like, so well, the reason why I'm saying that is, okay, so is it because he's a heavyweight he's allowed to just not follow the rules that everybody else well, has to? Or That's Hollywood Hollywood money, mate. Like, They're allowed so, to, you know, do what they want with children. If I can get away with that. Well, here's what, an inter- what's, a bit of, what's a bit of quarantine, Damo? Exactly. So, but here's my question, right? Here's an interesting question for you. What level of celebrity do you think you would have to get down to? before they enforce the rules on you. Like, so I want you to kind of think of, I'm thinking like maybe John Stamos. <laughs> like that would be, Ooh. if, you, if think, John Stamos John got Stamos. off a plane here, I reckon if he got a plane yeah. here, they'd be like, no, sorry, John, we have to take you to the hotel. It's the rules. Like, I think that's the I, level. I reckon they'd give him some leeway. They'd let him go to like a Formula One hotel. <laughs> John, John, which one do you want, mate? Like we can go this one, we can go that one. He's like, look, I've, I'm, I'm a bit strapped for cash. Let's put me in the Formula One. We'll bunk down. The Formula sweet. One, by the way, is Australian like 60 bucks a night or something, isn't it? It's like the oh, cheapest like hotel. It. 60 bucks for eight guys in a fucking bunk bed. <laughs> I once went to a Bucks night and it was away from where, obviously, where we, where we used to live. Yeah. And I, I had no plans in advance. I was like, yeah, man, there's like, we've got rooms covered for you boys. I'm like, excellent. This is fucking great. I didn't know anyone. I rocked up and they were like, oh, here's the address. So I rocked up to the address with a Formula One hotel. I walked in and there was literally like eight guys all in bunk beds in this room. And they're like, hey, we're staying here. And this was back when I was like 18, 19. So I was single. Right. And I'm like, boy. So you're, you're out. You're I, ready to fuck. Like I'm out. I'm going would, having how fun. How am I bringing a chick back to this room? And they're like, I don't know how to be right. And I'm like, fuck that. I walked out of the room. I got a hotel of my own down the road. Hey. Nice, Gary. 80 bucks a night all to go. Yeah. Uh, because you've got to have your own space when you're like when you're on the road, Greeno. When you're playing all away, the boys, all the boys at this buck night were single. I didn't get it. I'm like, what do you guys plan on doing as this night goes on? And as the night went on, I understood why they weren't concerned about being able to bring chicks back to the room. Because <laughs> aside from me, no one got anything. <laughs> nice, Gary. Maybe they'd be like, you know, it, like it'd be dark in the dorm with like all of the other boys. And they can hear, like, they hear the one guy. All of them are in bed except for one dude. And so mm. one dude comes back, like, 10, you know, maybe 15 minutes after lights out, Greeno, and you can yeah. hear, like, a little bit of giggling and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> shh, 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 don't wake up. Shh, and then you hear, like, the covers being drawn, and, you know, people get, you hear the squeak of the springs on the mattress. Just, oh, really, no. just yeah. really quietly. And then, like, so this goes on for maybe 20 minutes or so. 
and then somebody accidentally flicks on the light in the dorm and there's just the couple doing this and then like seven guys just laying there masturbating. That <laughs> sums up. I got my own room. <laughs> that, is, that is way too accurate, sir. Yeah. So, um, I mean, what an experience, especially for the young lady's first time, Greener. Exactly. <laughs> it would be special. Yeah. Very special. Yeah. <laughs> Damo, uh, speaking of speaking of love, speaking of love with ladies, mm. uh, let's let's talk about Bernard Tomich's girlfriend. I don't know if you saw this. The no. the, te- the tennis fucking whinges, man. Is there a, a bigger whinger sport than than professional Ooh, tennis? Good, good question. Good question. I don't know. Mm, that, that's a the, tough one. These fuckers, these fuckers are allowed to play the Australian Open, and they're whinging about spending. Uh, two weeks in a five-star hotel with Netflix and fucking food being delivered to them day in, day yeah. out. Um, and Tomich's girlfriend is, is obviously not – she doesn't know how to read, so she doesn't know how to read the room, I'm guessing, hmm. because uh, day two of quarantine, stuck in there. Admittedly, if you're stuck in there with Bernard Tomich, yeah. I'd be complaining too. Yeah. But <laughs> why, why didn't we book a hotel with windows you can open? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, his here. girlfriend – Said she was eager to leave quarantine. This is after two days, Damo. Two days. To get her get her hair done. Right. Uh, she's uh-huh. quoted, this is, this is the worst part of quarantine. I don't wash my own hair. I've never washed my own hair. It's just not something that I do. I usually have hairdressers that do that like twice a week for me. Nice, Gary. Obviously, so, clearly a woman of the people, Greeno. Definitely a woman of the people. Definitely reading the room, Damo, because, yeah. you know, admittedly, like Australia, we've got a lot more freedom than a lot of the fucking rest of the world. We, we're not in a bad place, all things considered. Mm. There, there are a, a, like what, 40, I think I saw 40,000 new cases of COVID in America today. Um, thousands upon thousands of deaths that have happened over the last couple of months. But this chick, she can't get her hair done, Damo. <laughs> the true victims of COVID. It comes back, man. I feel for this lady. Firstly, uh, we need to get, can we get a hairdresser in to do quarantine with them? Well, like, surely I reckon there would be hairdressers who would put their hand up and then say, I don't care if I catch coronavirus and die, just let me in there. You know, like, let me in. You know, like you would send in uh, experts into, like, say, a, you know, a bomb defusal situation, Greeno. Mm. You know, right. So because you, you would get these people, you pay them danger money. And they go yeah. in and do people's hair and wash them and stuff and and carry on. And if they want to take the risk, they should be allowed to do that. I think. Yeah, the hundred percent. Uh, look, the other thing I took out of this is I, I don't know if you noticed it. So I usually have hairdressers that do it twice a week for me. Mm. Now, uh, yourself and myself, like oh, we've got the romper stomper hairstyle, right? Yeah, I haven't gone so, to a hairdresser. I don't think since I was probably like seven, maybe maybe even younger. I don't think I've gone to a hairdresser since I was like fucking 14 years old. Something like that. Honestly, I, I ever I since I've then been, I've, I've been my shaving own, yeah. my own head. Yeah. <laughs> like, same for the last like three, four years. Right. But when I did have hair, like if you're only washing your hair twice a week, that's some fucking filthy shit, man. Mm. Like within two days, I needed to fucking give it a good scrub between the oil and the grease and whatnot. Yeah. Um. What what's going on with this chick's hair hygiene? Yeah, what is she doing that's causing all of this gunk and build up? And like I well, bet, I bet that's I what I'm saying. She, Only twice a week it gets washed. I was doing four or five times a week. Yeah, daily. Um, like so is, I I you know what? I bet she's using like a bunch of this organic shit. You know, because like I'm I'm very pro organic, like organic gardens, organic vegetables. No, she doesn't uh, wash her own hair, Damo. That's the point. It's all got to be hairdressers. Yeah, yeah. But what what do you think? Like, she's not going to the hairdresser and getting like the five dollar a liter fucking shampoo job. 
that normal oh, people you reckon get. there's some, she's some going organic some, going on? Yeah, she's going to some, like, boutique fucking uh, upper middle class, like, inner Melbourne hairdresser. Oh, definitely. Like, yeah. that's, that's, like, down a little laneway and there's a cafe attached to it or some shit, you know what I mean? Like, maybe yeah. a fucking book club as well. So she's yeah, getting, it's like a secret entrance. Exactly. So she's getting yeah. that kind of. She's not getting down. She's not getting like, oh, give me the five dollars short back and sides that we yeah. get. No, 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 no. She's she's got like a, a specialist, a hair specialist, and they're probably pressing their own shampoo and conditioner and shit out the back of the shop or something like that. Mm. Now I'm I'm very pro organic things like vegetables and grow your own vegetables, yes, and meat and stuff and eggs and like I'm I'm very pro organic guy. I think it's a a, a net benefit. I think yeah. to have more organic products rather than shit with chemicals in it, just as a common sense kind of thing. Um, but when it comes to hair and hair products, Greeno, I'm definitely the kind of guy who takes the approach, let's just fucking set it all on fire. Nice, you know, like, like, let's nuke yeah, it. Yeah, like if if to get it clean in the hair department, I don't care. I don't care if these these are the kinds of chemicals that, you know, can still be found on buildings in the cities that were bombed by the United States in World War II with the nukes, you know? Like, if, if there's a build-up yeah. of residue in the wallpaper, like, yeah, I'll rub that in my hair. If that if that cleans yeah. the hair situation, that's what I'm going with. Fuck yeah, the especially shit. off 105 all the way. Exactly. So, but I bet yeah. she's using all of these berries and squashed berries and weird shit like that in her hair, and it's probably having an effect now because you've got to keep mm. that shit up, Greeno. Seeping into the brain. Exactly. Um, speaking of organics, Damo, is there anything more organic than a vagina candle? No, I don't think there is. And if there is, I don't want to know, Greener. I don't want to know about it. Exactly. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina candle reportedly explodes in a UK woman's home. Nice, Gary. It's one hell of a cunt, isn't it? Um, yeah. This Gwyneth Paltrow candle couldn't pass the smell test. <laughs> huh? Huh? Hey? Huh? Mm, mm. Huh? You get it? Mm. See what they did yeah. there in the article? Uh, a, yeah. a This smells like my vagina candle that the actress pedals on goop exploded into flames in the living room of a UK woman who won the odiferous, uh, uh, odorifous, odoriferous, the, odiferous. No, you had it right the first time. Odiferous <laughs> is the correct pronunciation. Product in a quiz. The candle exploded and admit, uh, and emitted huge flames with bits flying everywhere Jody Thompson, 50 years old, told the outlet greener. Isn't that the point of a candle, though, to get flames? Well, I, I never thought that like I would ever read a story where a 50-year-old woman wants to smell Gwyneth Paltrow's cunt. I like I never thought <laughs> that we would ever ever get into this situation. But imagine like finding yourself in this awkward position where you've probably paid top dollar. How much are these vagina candles? Do you know? Well, she won it. So, uh, oh, she oh, won it. She didn't pay for it. Oh, okay. She, she no, got she a free won it. one. She won it a contest. She got a freebie, and it was a bit of a dud. A free um, vagina I'm, I'm just, candle. It's good to know that Gwyneth Paltrow's uh, vagina candles though, are squirters. We got an ad or ad or BE's report before we get on ad. It's the JJ Stoner Spring Collection, the perfect attire for any and every occasion you can think of this season. Like we are in the mosh pit full of sweat and everyone's slapping, hitting, and pulling on you. This shit won't rip. Lunch at your favorite cafe? Brunch with the girls? 
These stylish ensembles will give you the confidence you need to look and feel your best. Or if you're getting arrested for possession, it comes with a built-in police stick-proof body armor. Keep swinging, pigs! Call now and your order will come with a complimentary ounce of that dankest bubblegum slur cane that the South has to offer. Don't forget the wall tapestry! If you need to cover your wall, it works! Hello, my name is Frozen Asian, and I like to tell you about my show, The Sunday Night Shit Show, every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, along with good conversations and laughing at funny and weird shit we find on the internet we also have the hat cam where i showcase my myriad of great looking hats here is a testimonial from a great friend of mine who has enjoyed my hats lately i i hope your next hat is a bullet Jesus <laughs> what are you fucking asian dick crazy <laughs> you <laughs> you, you have to ruin my evening. Like I, I was just gonna just listen, you know, listen to my bud do their show, and you, you gotta, you just gotta do this. Without the hat, so you're not enjoying it. No, <laughs> dude. Asian uh, come Dick on, Tracy. I really enjoy it. You look no. like you're going undercover in in Argentina. But it's now working. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. And I oh, hate come on, you secretly love it. No, no, I openly hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. Uh, so, subscribe to the Sunday Night Shit Show at youtube.com slash Sunday Night Shit Show. And uh, hope to see you there on Sunday nights. Bye. Welcome to The Starting Block. Follow on Twitter at The Starting Block. Drop the K at the end. Find the podcast on iTunes or on TAVshow.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's episode of The Bee Report, where we delve into the wonderful world of weirdness. All right, let's kick things off this week with sex robots for the old folk. Why not? A professor has argued that older people should be using sex robots. Now, she's a professor. You'll listen to this shit. That's what she's getting paid for. Professor Nancy Jacker of the University of Washington School of Medicine believes that the dishy droids could be used by the elderly to fight impaired sexual functioning. Well, makes sense to me. Speaking at the Tri-City Area Journal of Business, she said, I'm calling on the industry to market themselves to an older clientele. A clientele that has age-related impairment of sexual function. I mean, everyone needs it, right? Age is just a number. Isn't that right? Granny, dirty old dog. Wow. Yeah, miss you, babes. All right, let's move on now to Latvia, where um, police at the Latvian capital of Riga have arrested three men for stealing a turkey from a private zoo, and they fed it vodka at the beach to celebrate one of the thief's 34th birthdays. Security footage shows the three men dressed in black breaking into the mini-zoo, stuffing the turkey into a bag, and then heading off to the seaside resort of Jamala. 
Now, upon arriving at this train station in Jamala, actually the train station's name was Buldori, which in Latvian means turkey speech. Absolutely. How, how well does this story fit? So they headed to the beach, had a drink, forced vodka down the bird's beak. Now the party was um, was then over when the police rocked up and they noticed that men with a turkey and then they got arrested and for, for burglary and, and trespassing. Um, the turkey was returned to its home um, and later that evening appeared on the uh, Latvian TV3 evening news, unharmed but visibly hungover. Yeah. At what point do you go, fuck it man, let's get on the beach, get on the drink. We'll go and flog a turkey and they, it can come too. Why not? <laughs> yeah, sure. All right, off to Austria. Not Australia, Austria. Um, residents of the Austrian village named Fucking, that's right, F-U-C-K-I-N-G, have voted to change its name after enduring unwanted attention from tourists. Now, the village of 100 residents near the German border have renamed it to Fugging, F-U-G-G-I-N-G. Um, tourists had flocked to the village um, for a photo opportunity with the entrance sign and annoyed the locals too much, so they thought, that's enough, we're changing it. That's probably a photo I'd take too. The local mayor said, I really don't want to say anything more about this. We've had enough media frenzy about it in the past. End of story. Fucking sad sack. All right, promo time. Head on over to your iTunes account. Subscribe to the starting block, five stars, mad review, all that. Don't be shy. Use the hashtag MePlus3 for TSB. I'm fucking going to make stickers of this and you put them on your cars and everything. Use them on your socials, your Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Use it. Tag me. Do it. Sick of talking about it. All right. Time for the final thought. A single human male produces enough sperm in two weeks to impregnate every fertile woman on the planet. Think about it. Think long and hard. Uh, Until next time, I'm B.E. Wind, water, heart, go planet! By your powers combined, I am Captain Planet! There you go. Another B.E. report, Greeno. Oh, it's sensational. Um, can I, can I make a... It's great to have it back. It's been a while uh, since it's B's report. Probably show before Christmas, I'm guessing. Yeah, um, yeah, about that. Yeah, because we had this unfortunate situation. I'm going to kill that music. We had this unfortunate yeah. situation where um, BE felt like he could renege on his responsibilities, his unpaid volunteer responsibilities to this program that nobody watches. He thought yeah. that he could renege on that just because his wife suffered like a life threatening um, accident. So, yeah. like, and, and like, you know, Apparently, like she was in hospital for a while. Like he didn't even think six to months do of rehab. Six months of rehab, and during mm. that six months, like even like so, he was caring for their two kids a lot of the time. He didn't even think like shit. Maybe I could do one of these reports from the hospital or anything. Like he didn't even think. Yeah. That. So yeah, yeah he got to think outside the square. Yeah, right. It brought into question like his loyalty and his work ethic. I think, but now like that we have the BE report back, I'm safe to say that he's only just getting back to being on thin ice, Greeno. No. So. Yeah. <laughs> Well done. Um, well done. Something he, something he did that did put us in his good, uh, our good races though, was the return of Granny Sears. Now, yeah. Well, if, if, I make, if I can make a request, because Granny's been banned off Periscope, she's been tagged, Amo. Like she's she's on Has the she blacklist. Really? Uh, 
Oh, I get any access. No, scary. Uh, I'd love to see BE sneak in some subliminal granny each week into his report. Oh, so like, like just maybe like, like where's Waldo? Like where's granny? Yeah. hundred percent. Right. Nice. But like without no reference to it, Yeah. but just sneak in a little bit of granny here or there, yeah. see if anyone can spot it yeah, like and it can become a fun little game. I mean, like um, little, little, little Easter life. eggs, little Easter eggs, Greeno. So you bring up a picture of like some village in Austria, like you did today, like fucking. And you put maybe, yeah. maybe put like a little granny Sears in one of the windows of the cottages, Greeno, in the background. Little granny. Yeah, I like this. <laughs> yeah. So there's there's challenge B. Nice, Gary. Fantastic idea. Um, I just came across this during the ad break demo. Uh, the KFC Big Bash mm. sent out this tweet, uh, a bit of an update. Okay. They made some slight adjustments to the timings of the final day of the regular season. <laughs> well, no, 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 no more adjustments, please. We're, we're, no. we're bowling like four overs, then two overs, and we've got a special power play, and then we've got a sub, and then we can bring that person on, then we can change it all around. And, and we've, We even have this special rule, Greeno, where the players could switch uniforms halfway through a game. Yeah. Really fuck shit up. Oh no! This is the tweet. What word for word though? FYI, we've made some slight adjustments to the timings of the final day of the regular season. You can still grab tickets here. Okay. Uh, updated timings: Brisbane Heat, Perth Scorchers this time. Melbourne Renegades. Blah 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 blah. blah. Do you want to know what day this is, Damo? <laughs> Please. <laughs> January twenty six. Updated timings. They refuse nice, to Gary. use the word. Australia Day. Yeah. In the tweet, they've referred to it as the final day of the regular season. In the picture they attach to the tweet, it says January 26th, updated timings. It's they've bizarre. got fucking three games for Australia Day it's and refuse to say it's Australia Day. Anyway. That is so uh, – that no, that's seriously like that's – this is when these moments like – because, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to like break the fourth wall here, Greeno. And mm-hmm. like I'm going to tell you, like, Greeno and I have had these kinds of conversations off air, but it's usually me saying, no, 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 it's going to lead to this place where political correctness gets out of control. And, like, through the years, Greeno has been more like, you know, come on, bro. You know, come on. It's not that bad. Like, just private company, bro. Private company, bro. You know, you know, you can just, like, you could invite a hooker into your shop, Greeno. Did you know this? You can invite a hooker into your shop and then you can brutally rape her and then shoot her in the face. And then drag her outside and throw her on the pile of hookers that you already have in the skip bin in the alleyway and then walk outside. And when the police try to stop you, you can say, hey, it's a private company, bro. Like, you know, it's like, I can do whatever I want. You know, it's a private company. It doesn't matter. Like, it's my place. You're allowed to do that, Grant. I don't know if you're aware of that or not. Were you aware of that? Let's <laughs> <laughs> greet on the Discord at the perfect time. I think all right, he's back. He's back now. I thought for a second, like he's just hung up. It's like, no, I'm not, I'm not having anything to do with no, this. I'm still here. Okay. Now I made a good gag there and it didn't go to air. Right, well, Probably tell, good. Tell us the gag. Tell us the gag. No, I'm saying like, you've made that great analogy. It's either that or you've got to be part of the Royal family. Yes. <laughs> or Matt Damon. Or Matt Damon. Stack <laughs> yeah. up the dead hookers. You've got but, to go. But not John Stamos. He cannot stack up the no. dead hookers. He, he doesn't Stam- get away with Stamos- it. It depends. If you're talking about like a $2 crackhead hooker, maybe he can get away with one or two in a pile. But if you're talking more the upper end, probably yeah, no. not. When, when it changes from hooker to escort, that's when John Stamos yeah. is – that's when he's priced out of the market, Greeno. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, when it's, when it's nice, less pimp, Gary. more hooker, you know, that's when Stamos has to step away. Exactly. Well, the we'll fuck leave, that, we, to, well, leave the, that to Damon. 
What the fuck were we talking about? Ah, uh, the cricket. The cricket. <laughs> of course. Of the cricket. Could we talk about the fucking the shamozzle that was the uh, Australia uh, Australia Australia oh. versus India Test series? Um, firstly, can you give a fucking nice Gary to India? Yeah. Nice Gary. I, we never do this when Australia lose, but fuck, man, India had like their fourth string team left yeah. by the end of this tour. Yep. They had backups on backups. They were missing no Coley, no no Coley, um, no 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 uh, Sharma. They were missing their, no Sharma, no Ashwin, no uh, Bumra, no fuck, man. They were missing everyone. Yep. Um. Oh, uh, Jadeja, not no Jadeja. Right. Uh they had to bring and, pants in, like the the the. The second string fucking keeper had to come in after the first game as well. There was a bowler, Washington Sumra, maybe? I can't remember his surname. Yep. Where he had not played a first-class match since 2017, but he was <laughs> over here Gary! as a as a net bowler, yeah. and they had no players left, so they had to pick him. They fucking beat Australia on the final day and won the series here in a... Uh, in the Gabba, where they Australia haven't lost since what 1987. Yep, so I think it was our three. Yep, so we've been undefeated at this particular ground for over 30 years, and they yep. chased they chased down what was it like 328 on the last day, 386, 386 on the last day, yeah. chased it fucking down, went for it. Yeah, and, yeah, and and didn't look good at halfway mark of the day, yep. but somehow managed to yeah get over the line. Unbelievable. And I think Indian. I I guarantee you you were you were thinking the same thing as me after the debacle of the Sydney test where we couldn't bowl them out and mm-hmm. we've got like, we've got three of the top 10 bowlers in the world in this country, mm-hmm. right? So Stark, um, Hazelwood and Pat Cummins. Pat Cummins is the best fast bowler in the world. So yep. he's rated number one and has been for a while. Hazelwood's four, Stark's eight, and I think Lyons 12 maybe. Right. So, so yeah, so our whole bowling attack occupies one third of the best bowlers in the world. Yeah. So... We couldn't bowl them out in Sydney, and I was thinking, like, with this Brisbane test, like, no, 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 because I saw – I remember seeing the headline, like, before the last day, and it was, like, this ridiculous run chase, and I I legitimately thought to myself, Greeno, there's no way it happens twice in a row. Like, we are going to fucking mow through them. This thing will be done by lunch, you know what I mean? See, I thought the exact opposite. I, th- I thought this is going to be a repeat of what happened in Sydney. Really? I was, I was actually – I had my cash on – I had my cash on both India and the draw. But I cashed out on the the India win thing early to mitigate losses. So I'm like, they're not going to fucking win it. Right. It's going to be a draw because Pajara what, was like, what did you ten get? runs from 100 balls? What did you get for an uh, India win on the last day? It must have been pretty pretty chunky. Uh, oh, I got no, I got on that before the start of the the game. So it was uh, paying 750 head to head. What so before like, the game? Yeah. Oh, so can you imagine by the last day it would have been like up around 15, 16 or something? It was twenty twenty eight dollars. Twenty eight dollars. Fucking hell. Yeah. Oh, oh, some people some people made money on that. I guarantee it. Ooh, Someone oh, would have well, put a hundred on it somewhere. I'm know? the fucking idiot who cashed out early yeah. and didn't get the win. Yeah. But credit to him, like yep. unbelievable. Uh, looking back at the overall series, we were we are lucky to have won that one test. It took a fucking arsey what? Uh, they bowled him out for 36 to win that first test. Yep. Otherwise, we lose that series three, three to nil. Yep. Yep. 100%. Simple as. Like, we, the worst thing that happened to to Australian cricket was us winning that first match. The Because, yeah. Well, we often, we went in with false sense of security after that. We, that's, but that's Australian cricket. We often win the first game at home in a test, home test series, don't we? Like, it took bowling him out for 36 right. to, to actually win it. Like, it just went to show we had 
we had a lot of flaws in that team and we didn't address it. Well, the flaw is if Warner and Smith don't score runs, we lose. That's that's it. Well, that's, well that's Smith it. did score runs. It was the fact that our bowlers were ratted by the end of the series and they couldn't oh, yeah. take any wickets. Yeah, the Pat last, Cummins, man, the, always, the last game. Hang on, hang on. Hang on. Um, the, last, the last game Smith scored runs against their, like, fucking fourth string attack. Right, it's like for the rest of the series, he didn't score runs. I'm not criticizing the guy, but that's why we weren't winning the other games because Smith, if if we're we're so one dimensional at the moment, um, even though we do have the best bowlers, and it was one bad series, we shouldn't read too much into it. And yes, pitchers here favor batsmen and stuff, but I think for two, for two tests in a row to have like a big total set and have the best bowlers in the world not able to bowl the other team out. Mm-hmm. That's. I think that goes beyond personnel, and I know you're not going to like this, but this this is where it starts to get into captaincy questions, and I think they're justified with Tim Payne. I know oh, there's a lot no. of drama about it, but hey, no, if you do, no, if you I'm lose two tests in a row like this, that's a valid question. I'm sorry, Tim. It was well, not just the two tests. You, you got to remember, like we didn't wing the Ashes, we drew the Ashes. Right, and that that always and stung what, me because we were dominating what, that series, dominating. Game where Ben Stokes scored fucking a hundred with yep. nine down, yep. and we they drew the last test. So, like, I hundred percent agree. Tim Payne is terrible captain. Like, they can say they oh he's bought culture blah blah bullshit. He hasn't bought shit. Like, th- that was a PR team that came in and said stop fucking being dickheads, um, and you'll be sweet. Yeah, Tim Payne just had to be the guy at the forefront uh, and, and put out as captain. Strategy wise, have a look at how he does uh, DRS reviews. Right. You, Fucking no, he doesn't understand the strategy. The, the way they bowled over those last couple of tests just goes to show, like, why are we bowling short on, on a wickets that are moving? Yeah. It makes no yeah, fuck. Get it up there, get them driving, get them front foot. You know, we didn't learn, we didn't learn from the fucking third test and repeated the same tactics in the fourth yeah. test, just strategy. So that goes down to Langer and Pain simultaneously. See, see, McGrath was such a good bowler. Like, I'm not trying to say other bowlers have to be like McGrath. The reason well, he's a, what is McGrath? Well, he, he kind of, yeah, but he was bowling too short. So, see, what made McGrath good was not only was he, like, on that perfect line, like, just outside off stump, but he was also the perfect length because the guys often didn't know whether to come forward or stay back. Mm-hmm. Like, so he's right in, the like, the most difficult, the most the place that asked the most questions of the batsman, and he would just put it there every single time, every single yeah. delivery. You know what I mean? Top of off. That's all you need. Top, Top of, of off. off. So, like, you know. Uh, sorry, for, the, for all the people in the chat who are like, what the fuck are these guys talking about? <laughs> yes, it, Monica, you are correct. Nice, it's cricket. <laughs> Oh, the pond. What did you think of the pond story? Because you told me about that back back I, in I the did. big bash. Nah. Uh, back in the big bash, yeah, he actually had a pretty good big bash. And yeah, first, first match back after a, a bit of a hiatus and uh, golden duck, yeah. just nice, just the way we yeah. like it. Not, that not was just a, sh- a duck, a golden duck. I, I got word from his manager and he said like that was a shout out to the block fam. Greeno, I don't oh, know if you're aware of 100%. that. He was like, you know, the yeah, guys, yeah, the guys on the starting block, they really love it when I get like ducks and especially golden ducks. Yeah. I mean, that's the optimum. So, like, I'm just gonna get out there, get a duck for them, you know, just a little tip of the hat to the starting block boys, and we appreciate that of the pond. He really yeah. is a man. Nah, of the definitely, people, yeah. he is definitely a man of the people, and that's why we love him. Fantastic. Um, Damo, uh, can you hit the court dates for me, please? Yeah. 
it wouldn't be a footy wouldn't be a footy off season without some Broncos players getting arrested. Nice. Where uh, Broncos star Payne Haas was arrested on the Queensland New South Wales Pain border. Payne in the Haas, Greeno. Uh, charged with alleged abusive behaviour. What's uh, abusive? Hey, what's what's abusive behaviour? Uh, so he was like verbally abusing uh, cops while he was pissed. Ah, uh, right. But wasn't this like after a funeral or something? Uh, no. Well, yes and no. So this was uh, a couple of weeks after yeah. um, a funeral right. where he was just on the source and cops tried to move him along and he told him, told him so to go fuck himself. Has he? Oh, okay. So has he been on like maybe a bit of a two weeks, maybe a bit of a bender or something as well? Like Potentially. So okay. here's what Payne Haas's lawyer said. Okay. Uh, said the NRL must show compassion to him uh. and not punish him despite the fact he was arrested last off season two. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but there was wow. no funeral last off-season, but a you know, similar thing. They must not punish the Broncos star any further as he struggles with the loss of his brother. Right. See, I, I just wonder, like, um, the thing is they don't have to show – so there's each side to this, right? They don't have to show compassion to him at all. If if yeah. they have, like, a, a standard and it's understood what that standard is contractually, then and if he broke that, then they are well within their right to sanction him in some way. Like, it's just – Of course they are. They don't 100%. have to show – but at the same time, like, um, if he's, like, on a bit of a bender and there was a death in the family or something, and what what's his crime, uh, allegedly, is, like, you know, he was maybe a bit he'd, – he's had a bit too much and coppers came up to him and said, fucking go home. He's like, I'll go fucking stick nah, it up there was your a, ass there was or something. A, it was a brawl. The coppers broke it up. Right. And then he kept on abusing the cops while they were right. breaking up the brawl. Well, you know, again, like, so here's the thing. They don't have to show compassion to you because of the situation but at the same mm-hmm. time I understand if you're if you're in that situation and you have this moment like and you're like tell the cops oh, you know what go fuck yourselves or something like that it's really not like any major thing it's the fact that That's he's not- a professional footballer you know so I but the problem is even though I understand like his situation the reality is his employers can absolutely fucking punish him for it whether whether rightly or wrongly you know they can, they can. But yeah. uh, or you could go the other way, Damo, mm. where Corey Parker has uh, nice. come to Payne Haas's defence yeah. and said they should make him Broncos captain. Fuck yeah, Corey Parker! Oh, and, yeah. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> I love Corey. And the basis, the basis of he's Corey's the argument, though, was it's not like he's murdered anyone. So that's... That's now the criteria for Broncos captain. Have you murdered anyone? Yes. Okay, off the list. No. All right, you're good to go. Give him Corey's tick. That's Hasn't amazing. Nice, Gary. I love that. That's fantastic. Corey Parker, what a fucking animal. That's fantastic. So what, what? You should make him captain. Make him captain. It, well, it's not like he's murdered anyone. It's not like he's like, killed yeah. anyone. Fucking come on. Good, good criteria, Corey. Oh, uh, Damo, uh, I'm fucking excited. <laughs> I'm excited about this because we talked about the hot stove Mm. uh, last week and we said, look, it's been on a similar. We were off for Christmas. We had to fucking shut it down. We had to turn off the gas because you know me, man. I'm frugal. I don't want to fucking waste money on things I don't need to. So I had to turn off the gas for the stove. There's a budget and we need need to stick to it, Greeno. It's very important. Mm -hmm. 
But we st- we had the Christmas break off. We came back. I had to turn the stove back on. Now, that, that fucking gas doesn't get through all the pipes as quickly as it used to. You know, there's a bit of condensation in there. There's a bit of bit of gunk. I had to clean it out. Yeah. So I had to turn the gas on. The last week, pretty fucking quiet. There wasn't much heat going through the hot stove. Okay. But after a week of me getting that bad boy cranking on a medium high, I didn't put it on high. I just put it on medium high, Damo. Yeah, because you want to ease back into the fucking routine. You can't ease back in. I don't want to fucking blow up the stove. I want to make exactly. sure that there's an, an appropriate amount of gas going through the pipes into said stove to make sure we get that heat at the level that we feel is appropriate for said hot stove. Got to do, do your due diligence. Got to do it. Got to do due diligence. So I made sure that the gas pipes were clean. I made sure the gas went through. I made sure Good that man. it was done at the right temperature. And I, I let it go. I want to call, no, I call it a pre-boil, Damo. Pre-boil. Like, so that, that moment where you're getting like the bubbles at the bottom of the pan. A and- bit of bubbles just to make sure. Then here's what I did, Damo. Strategy-wise, I turned it off. Turn it off. Okay. Turns off. All right. It's going to be very difficult to boil the water if it's off. No, no, no. I turned it off. I put a lid on. So the lid was on. The stove was off. I kept that temperature there. I feel that way. What was going to happen Ah. is that the pipes were going to be uh, able to rescind without too much heat after a couple of weeks of inactivity. Yep. And then if I relit the match, it was going to be like an explosion. It was going to be like a fucking Gwyneth Paltrow vagina candle, Damo. It was going to whip through (laughs) the pipes. And put an explosion like a firecracker up the ass of set hot stove. Next thing you know, the carpet's melting, the drapes are on yeah. fire, the kids are screaming, it's fucking yeah. hell on earth in there. All and th- I'm pleased to, to report. All thanks to Gwyneth's cunt. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm pleased to report that my strategy fucking paid dividends this week because no, fuck me, was it, a, was it a hot stove, Damo? All right, give uh, it to me. I'm glad we wasted. I, fucking, I love the hot stove. It's just the wasting people's time the with the fucking heat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> DJ LeMayu returns to the Yankees on a six-year, ninety million dollar deal. He's gone back. He's, got, the, he's gone back back to the Yanks. Yeah, six years, ninety mil. Though this dude's already thirty-five years of age, man. So, like they, six years, ninety mil. When he left the first time, it was a kind of like they let him go. Like they got some young. No, it's, it's the end of his contract at the end of last year, and they wanted to bring him back. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. He was a free agent. Right. Uh, the Angels uh, signed free agent catcher Kurt Suzuki on a one-year $1.5 million contract. Yeah, nice guys. Uh, the Padres, they're fucking all in. They traded for Joe Musgrove, for Joey LaChase, Hudson Head, uh, David Bednar, Omar Cruz, and Drake Fellow. So they got a good little return there. Mm-hmm. Free agent reliever Kirby Yates is in agreement with the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays then also signed George Springer on a six-year, $150 million deal. What's can, uh, can I interrupt? I just want to interrupt the hot stove just very quickly. The Blue Jays, because you know, you know, I'm not a fucking baseball guy. I try mm-hmm. to keep up with you, but it's that's impossible because you're so fucking psychopathic about you're free. it. Yeah. You'll watch I'm, I'm, Greeno- as pa- I'm as passionate about MLB as you are about American politics. <laughs> well, well, you know, then you're gonna have a kind of shitty time for the next four years. Yeah. Um, so but Greeno, like I'll let you know, Greeno's the kind of guy who'll watch like six games of baseball at once, like on one screen. You know, he can split the screen up into different boxes. Well, Gre- no, well uh, four at once. You know, I'll, I'll be open. Once. There's four on the on the computer, yeah. and then I've got the TV, and then I've got the iPad. So you watch, you do watch six games. I do have six, but yeah, I just know I just need to give full context. So okay. It's not all on the on the one screen. I've got four screens going. <laughs> so I have to ask because I for some reason it just I just remembered a few years ago we were talking about the Blue Jays, and you were like they were they were going all in uh, mm-hmm. to get like a World Series, and then didn't they trade like basically everybody out and bring in like all youngsters? Was that is that something that they happened? 
They sure did. So hey. they they had a, a beautiful trade period, right, where okay. they, they got rid of all their – because they, they, they noticed their window was closing, as they refer to it, and said, look, we're going to trade out these, try and get some young assets, and then bought in a whole bunch through the draft of, like, top-notch young stars, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., um, uh, Bigi, uh, Gavin Biggio, and there's another young dude I can't remember the name of off the top of my head. And then over the last couple of years, they've gone, well, now we need to build on this and bring some experienced free agents in. Right. And this year, just, they're just like, like... Just like the icing on the cake kind of thing when you make a run for it, right? They're starting to build back up. So, yeah, right. they brought in a reliever. They brought in George Springer as kind of like the, the backup there. They were going for Michael Brantley as well, who ended up signing for the Astros for two years, 24 mil. Um but missed out on him at the end. But right. yeah, they're, they're kind of back trying to challenge again this year, which is nice to see with a, so a really all these all team. these kids they've got. They're probably like what in the age like between twenty five and twenty or something like that. That's like with a bulk Spot of on. Them. Yeah, yeah. So, so they they're, they're still on their contracts for another four or five years. Oh, if you can get beautiful. them, yeah. If you can get them to like twenty eight, twenty nine, like the baseball peak, I imagine is a lot like the cricket peak, where it's probably like between like say, tw- correct me if I'm wrong, is it between mid twenties like, to late? Th- uh, yeah, mid twenties to thirties. Yeah, so I would have thought like between twenty. 27 and 34, something like that. Would yeah, be there like or thereabouts. Yeah, like, you, you probably want them a little bit younger than that, but yeah, okay. there or thereabouts. Okay. So, yeah, that, that'll be very interesting then because they didn't end up winning the World Series when they were going for it, did they? No, they, they got, uh, they got knocked out just before. Yeah. yeah, they got very close. A couple of years, they they bought in Josh Donson. Um, he almost took him to a World Series the year he went to an MVP. Right. Back in the day with Jose Bautista, they yeah, had a really yeah. fucking good team, but yeah. just couldn't get that final hurdle. But yeah. uh, no, the good signs ahead for them. And what else happened? Um, Quintana signed with the Angels and J.A. Happ signed with the Twins for one year. But fucking hot stove, game up. It's a very Finally. hefty, a very hefty nice stove you had game. tonight, Greeno. It's a very hefty done. stove. A um, bit of NBA motivation, Damon. We're all about motivation here in uh, on this show. We want to perk the people up, and sometimes we look to some of the better players out there. And I believe this was in in relation to Giannis Antetokounmpo, who's the uh, Milwaukee Bucks star player and reigning two time MVP, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, there's been issues with his work on the free throw line. Okay. So I asked the coach, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And he's like, look, I just keep on working with him through uh, through the free throw line, continue to put the time in, grow his confidence, step up and make them. And he's trying to think of a way to motivate a guy who's on millions upon millions upon millions. What better way could you think of, Damo? This is an amazing, sending, this is an amazing story. <laughs> than sending his girlfriend down to his workouts. Well, if he missed a free throw, they made her run. <laughs> Nice. Sometimes I'm looking. I'm looking for this story, man. I can't find it. I can't find it to put it up on a fucking screen. Oh no! Oh, here it is. 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 I've got it. (laughs) This is fucking ridiculous. He had to run when he missed free throws whilst carrying the sun. (laughs) Yeah. So can I can I read can I read the thing? So all right. So quote. He's just got to keep working through the free throw line, Bucks coach Mike uh, Budenholzer said, quote, continue to put the time in, grow his confidence and step up and make them. And then the article continues, whether or not he can actually start making them in games, however, is another matter. He tried a motivational tactic during the off season with <laughs> such an insane story where his girlfriend would come to his workouts and she would have to run if he missed free throw. <laughs> So sometimes while carrying this, <laughs> but that hasn't seemed to solve anything. 
and neither did a short-lived uh, form adjustment, which Bucks beat writer Eric Neem detailed in the Atlantic. Greener, I've got a question for you, Greeno. What What about if we put a fucking gun to her head? Yeah. <laughs> well, that I mean, motivate- it's not working <laughs> for Giannis now. They're running with the kid. Yeah. Look, we need to take it next level. I mean, what if what if he thinks like she's got a little bit of junk in the trunk? Maybe he's missing them on purpose. It's like you know, mm. you fucking run your run your bitch ass around this court. You're getting a fat yeah. ass. Yeah, a, you know, like what if somebody put a gun to a head? Now, now we're talking motivation, right? Yeah, do not miss the do not do not miss the next three throw. Do not miss the next three throw. You know how like Phil Jackson is regarded as like one of the greatest coaches in any sport of all time. The Zen master, the as Zen they refer to him, right? Because yeah. like at the time when he started coaching, like he was he was an okay player when he played, you know, as well. But yeah. he was also kind of, he was always like this weird, like laid back kind of hippie character, even though he was like fucking six foot 10 and a sports guy. Yeah. He he was always into like these weird Eastern, uh, you know, medicines and like yeah, yoga techniques and meditation and stuff. So he's into all this shit. He and lives in a cabin in like fucking Colorado or exactly. something. Like, he's, yeah, yeah. he's not living like fucking the LA lifestyle. He's not living like the big big house and the big cars and all that kind of shit. No, he just lives a very quiet, like he's a fucking hippie. He's a six foot Mm. 10 former basketball playing former coach hippie. But what he's credited with is like the mental motivation that he was able to get out of people. Right. Like he's, he's considered like the the best motivator coach of all time. Like maybe Mm -hmm. not tactically and strategically and shit, but understanding his players. And he, like there are, there are coaches in AFL and rugby league who study him. Yeah, you know what I mean. They study his 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 coaching methods and shit. I think Craig Bellamy went over and like worked with him and for a while, didn't he? Just to like fucking pick his brain and shit. Like that's. Oh, I think you've read. I think Bellamy read his book. That's about Wayne Bennett. You know, the media, yeah, the media kind of fluffed it up as like, oh, he reaches out to American US. You know what they do, right. and he probably just yeah read his book or Google him. Right. Um, so the reason I'm bringing the, the reason I'm saying this is because what if this guy ends up being the next Phil Jackson? It's like whenever you got a whenever you got a girl struggling, like because the kids need new motivation these days. They need yeah. they need more greeno than we used to need when we were kids. So bring your you wife. You can't just take their TikTok off their phones. You're thinking exactly. next level. Exactly. So bring the wife or bring the girlfriend, and you know mm-hmm. put them set them up at the free throw line, put a gun to a head, and say, yeah. okay, now it's time to sink eighty percent or more of your free throws. Let's go. I think we could be onto something here. You've seen the movie Suicide Kings? Well, definitely you have because you're the one that showed it to me. Yeah. I'm thinking maybe we need Jay the Moore in his prime, Jay Moore in his prime, Dennis Leary, Christopher, Christopher Walken. Walken, the fucking Unbelievable film. The guy who no one knows a, about that movie other than me and you, but I fucking love that film. <laughs> the guy who hasn't aged since Roseanne to um, fucking, what's the, the Big Bang Theory? The guy who looks the exact oh, same. Oh, what's his name? Uh, Johnny. 40 years. Johnny Galecki. Johnny Galecki. Johnny Galecki. Johnny Galecki. He's, he, I reckon he's a robot. He's a he's a fucking hundred percent. And the dude from fucking Boondock Saints is in that movie as well. He is too. The fucking Boondock Saints guy. Absolutely. Yeah. Nice, Gary. That's a hell of a. That's a rip of that movie. I haven't seen that. It's a great years. film, but oh, it's it's good though. I'm going to check that out tonight actually. Um, but the, I'm thinking that maybe you're wearing you're wearing, you're wearing you're wearing fish boots. <laughs> <laughs> you bought fish boots. No, it's a stingray. You don't understand. The guy's got to go down there. He's got to take the fucking harpoon down there. He's got to kill the stingray. He's got to come up. He's got to make boots out of him. It's a very long, drawn-out process. So you're wearing fish boots. <laughs> uh, Kimmy's saying she's got that movie. He's never watched it. Kimmy, 
log off oh, the yeah. show now. Go and watch it. Don't, don't worry about our bullshit. We've only got five minutes to go. And go watch Suicide Kings. Unbelievable film. Great movie. Um, low budget, great, that, a low budget movie too. It's just like good interactions, yeah. good dialogue, most of it. You know? not, yeah, not a lot going on. It's basically just a chat film, which yeah. is pretty much what we do. That's yeah. why we like it. But it's literally like four sets. That's it. It's yep. Dennis Leary, the dude in the car. It's the restaurant. It's the, the room and the boat. That's it. That's Thanks it. for coming. Yep. Um, but if they, if they sent Giannis a finger, with a ring on it, mm. I think that would get him hitting some free throws. Yeah. Nice, Gary. Nice reference. Nice way to bring it back, Craig. <laughs> uh, I'm going to wrap up with one quick thing. I took my daughter a uh, quick story time, actually. I've realized oh, okay. I, I like stories about pinatas. Took my daughter, uh, she's going to school this year, a couple more weeks before she starts oh, school. Little and- sweetheart. And with all the things that have been happening, like I haven't had a chance to do any of the fucking fun shit. Like I haven't been able to buy a school bag. Mm. I haven't been able to get a uniform. The wife did that and we bought it online. Uh. But I'm like, fuck me. The only thing left is the shoes. And she found these fucking snazzy shoes she wanted. Yep. And I'm like, well, I'm doing this. I'm taking her to the fucking store. We can put a mask on her. Yep. We can put her in tape yep. for all I care. Yep. I'm fucking taking her to the store. We're doing this as activity. I'm not going to miss out on this shit. Because do you remember like getting taken to the shop the first time, like before school, getting the uniform and shit? Like, oh, you know, try it on like the day before school. Like, oh my God. You know? it's, it's an important part of a, a parent's passage and a kid's passage yep. to go into school. I'm like, I'm not going to miss out on this shit. So I uh, took the daughter out last Sunday. We, we went and got the shoes that she, that she wanted. Mm-hmm. Now, with every store that you do now, right. you've got to, you've got to log in. Because I got there, there was a line. You're know, like, we can only allow 20 people in the store, right? And I'm like, I got there a fucking, like, opening. Because that, you know me, I don't, I, don't like, I don't like people in general, Damo. So yeah. I'm always there opening because I don't want to deal with people. Yep. But even, even at opening, there was fucking 30 deep in the line because everyone was trying to buy their kids' school shoes. I would, I would, like, I would honestly, at that moment, I would look at the little sparkle in my little pride and joy, my little girl's eye, and I would crush her dreams in that moment. And I would, I would say, I'm sorry, sweetheart, we have to go home. And she would say, can we at least stop and have ice cream? And I would say, no, of no, course not. No, no, we can't do that. We're going home and having Brussels sprouts and carrots. <laughs> I couldn't do that to her because she saw the shoes through the window. She was fucking excited. She was happy to put them. No, that's, no. Why you gotta, that's why you got to put a towel over her head before you well, get to Well, she's already wearing a mask, Damo. I can't do fucking mask. <laughs> Nice, like, I'm like fucking. I can't do this. Yeah. We'll deal with the line. I don't deal with lines generally. This was the one time I made an exception. Exactly. But the line wasn't too bad. But then the lady comes up and she's like, "Look, we got it. You got to fucking log in to mm. get into the store. Uh, God. Which is, I'm like, look, I'll fucking. I don't do this ever, but I'll deal with this bullshit for this one occasion because I want to get one thing just for her, just for the they kid. School shoes and it's fucking like I don't care if it's COVID safe or whatever, but I'm doing it just so my daughter can get these school shoes because I needed to try it on. She was gonna have fun. We're gonna do the activity together. Exactly. Now I have no issue with doing that to fucking make sure that if they if they have a COVID case in the store, they can fucking message me. Right. What I do have an issue with, Damo, hmm. is them then using my sign in <laughs> to email me with this. How was your fitting experience? Oh, no! Oh, you sneaky. Marketing. I signed up to the store to make sure it was fucking COVID safe. You can fucking marketing. So I'm not saying that shoes and socks, that was the store I went to. But if it was, let's just say in hypothetical land, it was, go fuck yourself. Wow. Do not sell marketing material when you force me to fucking do COVID safe shit. 
and sign into your app and then send me, how was it? I sent him a message back, said, go fuck yourself, cunt. That's, wow. That was my, yes. that was my oh, finding experience. Or details so you could send me marketing material. Wow. Get out. That's a good I like stories story. about pinatas. Oh, those sneaky fucks, Greeno. Those sneaky motherfuckers. That's that's a rage-inducing moment, I think, when you get that first email. Be like, oh, you fucking cunt. How dare you? How dare you even try to do this to that's me? That's what you're going to do. Private company, bro. It's a private, it's a private <laughs> company, bro. You know, we can make you line up out the front and we'll let you in and then sign in to right. get in exactly and then we'll we'll kidnap your daughter and then we'll yeah. sell her to like a ukrainian who's going to use her to clear landmines in a field in afghanistan and there's nothing you mm-hmm. can do about it because hey it's a private company bro private company bro private company, bro. Private can't, company can't, do bro. can't do anything about that so sorry yeah. about that <laughs> Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. Those sneaky motherfuckers sending you a marketing email after that. Love oh. Get fucked. Didn't take them um, long. Didn't take them long to take advantage of this system where now they we have to give them our oh, details before we walk in. Dude. After I left the store, dude. What? Say Twelve again. minutes. Twelve minutes. After I left the store, I got that email. I'm like, oh. And if I hadn't already was, <laughs> if I wasn't already in my car driving home the hour to get there, yeah. I'd be, I'd be like, oh, I'm fucking turning around and yelling at these people. Oh, I'm gonna yeah. yell at the person getting four dollars an hour. Yeah, no. <laughs> Show them. That's insane. <laughs> Fuck them. Fuck that. Nice yeah. story, Grant. Nice, Gary. That's in the show, Damon. What plugs have we got, buddy? That's it. Um, I'm not doing a show tomorrow because I've got a family thing I've got to do. So I'll be back uh, with another thing, edition. Thing? You got a birthday? What's going on? Oh uh, yeah, well I I don't know. Well, I don't really want to mention it. I oh, okay, it's under the radar stuff. It's, it's under the radar stuff. So right, well, um, good. so I'll be back on Monday with yeah. another edition of the Daily Boogs. Uh, follow Greeno at the starting block. I want to drop the K at the end. Follow me at Bookie Bumper. Uh, don't forget to follow all of our friends. And that's fucking it, Greeno. Let's get the hell out of here. That's all right. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye bye. We'll always be bosom buddies, friends, sisters, and pals. We'll always be bosom buddies. If life should reject you, there's me to protect you. If I say that your tongue is vicious, if I call you uncouth, it's simply that who else but I? Somebody will sit down and tell you the truth. Hey, Patriots, this is your favorite Southerner, Doc Martin. Just wanted to remind you to put on your calendars to join me and your favorite near-to-wheel Yankee, Bill D'Angelo, on Saturday nights, beginning with the Promises Kicked at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, followed by the Speakeasy with all of your favorite Patriots. You never know what we might cuss and discuss. That's right, Doc Martin. This is everybody's favorite Yankee, Phil D'Angelo speaking. And on Saturday night, we could have Kimmy, Why Censored, affectionately known as Electrolux, the original Grandma, UK Neil, Rusty, and his famous sound test show, Coffee Talk with Sandra, Earth Citizen, Stefan, the infamous Grandma Sears, Mac Daddy may even make a show up, or virtually anyone else in the world for some irrelevant fun. Yankee, you mean some irreverent fun. So be sure to join us on Twitch, Periscope, DLive, or YouTube. That's right, Doc. Follow us at Winning TV. 
on all of those channels. So be sure and put it on your calendar. We'll be looking for you. We'll leave the porch light on. I still think it's irrelevant fun. But why are you fumbling for coins when you have a heavy bag? <laughs> You're listening to The Starting Block on TAVshow.com.